The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Well, today I want to start with, with the anointing. I want to talk about the head first because everything about human life is about the head. And I came to give somebody an assurance today that there's oil on your head. There's oil on your head. Your, your head is anointed. One of the frustrating things about life, one of the major challenges in life which we face is to remain anointed all the days of our life. How do I get anointed on the first, on the second, on the third, on the fourth, on the fifth, on the tenth, on the fifteenth, on the twentieth, on the twenty-first, on the twenty-fifth, on the on the twenty-seventh, and on the thirtieth of the month, thirty-first of the month, and every day of the month I'm anointed. How do I get anointed? Every second of my life, every minute of my life. How do I get anointed? I realize that you can be anointed twenty-four hours a day. Even your sleep can be anointed sleep. You know, I, I know many people be wondering, how can I be anointed in my sleep? Go and ask a lot of the people who are demonized. The time they face the greatest demonic attack is when they are asleep. So when they are asleep, something is chasing them. They are running from something. They are screaming. It means these people have got demonized sleep. So when you sleep in peace, the Bible said he giveth his beloved sleep. And when you sleep and like Jacob, you have a dream and you are seeing angels ascending and descending, it means the Holy Ghost is working. Then the Bible said in the last days, I poured my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even our dreams are supposed to be anointed. Even your dream, the peace you have in your dreams is peace that is coming from the Holy Ghost. So you should understand that you can be anointed constantly all the days of your life. And my assignment will be to let you see how anointed you are, to let you see how easy it is to walk in the anointing. Today I was just holding my phone and, and I was looking at something on, on the settings of the phone. And I said to myself, I said, even the process of trying to work on the settings of the phone can be anointed. Do you know there are times you are trying to work on your phone and by the time you realize you've jammed up and mixed up everything and the, the, you say, oh, I got confused and I mixed up everything. It means you got confused because you were not anointed. But if you were, if you were anointed, you will remember 
that God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So even a sound mind is an anointing. A sound mind is an anointing. But we have so many um, misconceptions about the anointings. So sometimes you are heavily anointed, and the next minute we are as vulnerable as if we have never been anointed. Very vulnerable. And Saul was one of the people in the Bible who carried an anointing because he was the first king of Israel and God himself poured the anointing. He made Samuel pour the anointing on this man called Saul. But Saul one day went to battle with the Philistines and they wounded him sore. They, they hit him with an arrow and the man decided to fall on his own sword and killed himself and his three sons were killed in the battle then somebody ran a messenger and went and told david that david saw the king has been slain on the mountains of gilboa he has been slain on the mountains of gilboa then david raised a lamentation in second samuel chapter 1 in the verse number 21 the king raised a lamentation and said ye mountains of gilboa let there be no dew neither let there be rain upon you nor flesh of offerings for there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away the shield of saul as though he had not been anointed with oil so saul has fallen as if he has never been anointed with oil how come the man is anointed and they killed him so easily but i want to speak to somebody right now that may god make you so anointed that you will not be so vulnerable to the enemy how can you be anointed and yet fall into temptation and be defeated by temptation so quickly how can you how can you be anointed with oil and witchcraft can just attack you and kill you or make you sick like that I, I'm, I'm telling you right now the kind of anointing that you carry you cannot fall into sin just like that witchcraft cannot defeat you just like that you cannot just die like that the devil cannot dispose of you so easily you want to understand that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world listen to me you are too anointed for that arrow to eliminate you so today any weapon that is formed against you you are so anointed even if that arrow hits you it will bounce back i know in the african society we are people that can go into voodoo and into magic and into witchcraft and into all kinds of juju and powers and you can stab them with a knife and the knife does not enter I remember years ago we used to have these people magicians they used to call them professor something something professor hindu some kind of names and these guys will stand there and they'll take a knife and cut their stomach and cut their stomach and it will enter you will shoot them with a gun and the bullet will not enter they could stand at one place and they could vanish because of juju but i'm telling you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world may you start believing that the anointing is stronger than juju power the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not your greatest sin is the way you have 
underestimated the anointing you carry. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so scared? Why do you think you are going to die? How, since when, now watch this, since when did impossibility become so possible? Since when did impossibility become so possible? Yeah, somebody here, brothers, what is impossibility? Impossibility is the fact that it is not possible for you to die now. It is not possible for you to die now. Americans who say it is impossible. You can't die now. So, since when did impossibility become so possible? And since when did possibility become so impossible? Huh? So now, the possibility has become impossible. And the impossible has now become possible. You have reversed the whole thing. I'm talking to somebody today who is anointed beyond destruction. Because the anointing of God is upon your head. The oil, the oil is upon your head. He says, Saul has died as if he has not been anointed with oil. You cannot be broke as if you are not anointed with oil. No, the anointing on your head guarantees your permanent prosperity. You cannot be anointed and your whole life, your whole life will be in so much disarray. No, the anointing beautifies everything around you. Can I suggest to you today that we are calling your anointing into activity and that any dormant anointing, any dormant grace in your life, we are calling it into activity. May the oil on your life become active. May the anointing on your life become active. We activate every provision of grace. We activate every provision of grace and we activate every content of anointing in your life. So he said, all ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew, let there be no rain, nor fields of offerings upon you. Because on the mountains of Gilboa, the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away, even the shield of Saul. Saul's shield failed him on the mountains of Gilboa. A stray bullet hit him on the mountains of Gilboa. He died there. And the king said, mountains of Gilboa, I know you have no brain. I know you have no will. I know you didn't kill the man. But for the fact that he died on the mountains of Gilboa, you mountains of Gilboa, from today, there will be no rain, there will be no dew on you. No fields for offerings on you because an anointed man died on you this mountain i can tell you on authority that any land that has an anointed man or anointed woman or anointed children of god the way you treat them will determine your destiny in the future if you reject them your reins will be cut off if you persecute them your deal will not fall if you destroy them, offerings will not appear on your field. How you treat and handle anointed people will determine your destiny. Now, this place they call Mountains of Gilboa. There are other mountains around the mountains of Gilboa in the land of Israel. Recently, I read an article. And the article said, if you go to Israel today, you will realize that the mountains of Gilboa is still a desolate place. The 
agriculture department of the state of Israel tried to reforest the mountains of Gilboa because of the, the devastated nature of the place. They tried to plant forests, they tried to plant vegetation, and it failed. But when you go there, you see that the, mount of, the mountains of Gilboa, the place is dry, desolate, and every other place, every other mountain around the mountains of Gilboa has got vegetation in it. That means that when that day King David cursed the mountains of Gilboa, they remain dry and desolate up till today. If you go to the land of Israel today, when Jesus lifted up his voice and said, Woe unto you, Chorazin, woe unto you, Capernaum, and woe unto you, Bethsaida, up till today, those parts of Israel are struggling. I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus. May you as a person never reject an anointed. May you as a person never reject an anointed. May you as a person never reject an anointing. Nabal rejected the anointing that was on David's head. Within 24 hours, the man was dead. Abigail had common sense. She embraced the anointing. Your greatest temptation in life is for an anointing to come into your environment. If you are not careful, <laughs> it will become a snare upon you. And many times I see the people, some are insulting the anointing, some are cursing the anointing, some are mocking the anointing, some are laughing at the anointing, they are saying all kinds of things against the anointing. And they say, yeah, I've insulted the anointing, what happened to me? Well, I don't know what happened to you, but your children are still coming, your children's children are still coming. Elisha was the one who carried an anointing and when he was coming back with that anointing some children were looking at him and they were just mocking him I think about 42 children or something the man of God spoke against them bears came out of the wilderness and consumed 42 children if you get up every day of your life one of the things you should pray is father any man or woman I meet who has oil on the, their head give me the wisdom to handle them well Oh, look at King David the anointed when he was going into exile. All the people who mocked him, those who mocked him, those who insulted him. He didn't do anything to them, but before he died, he told Solomon, these are the people that defied the anointing. They defiled and mocked the anointing on my head. Don't let their heads go down in peace to the grave. Solomon killed them one by one, one by one. Anytime we see, we see things are happening to people and you don't know why it is happening. And they are like, why is that happening? Why is that happening? You rejected an anointing. So Saul died as if he had not been anointed with oil. The man just perished as if he has not been anointed with oil. That means an anointed person is not supposed to perish like that. So I'm speaking to you right now. There's no way Juju can destroy you. No, there's no way. There's no way. Witches and wizards, they can't do anything to you. Because your life is hid with Christ in God. It is not about just pouring anointing oil upon yourself. But Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one in you, the hope of glory. Can I hear you shout an amen? Now, there are two things about the anointing. How to be anointed always. Number one is to get the oil first. 
You see, if I want to have something always, I must first of all receive it or have it. Then I will find a way to keep it all my life. So how do I get the anointing to begin with? Number one is the pouring of the oil. Where God directly or through prophetic and apostolic grace pours the oil on us by grace. So God uses his grace, his, his, his favor. He just calls you. He has favor on you. He chooses you and he pours the oil on you. So the first step in having the anointing on your head is God pouring the oil on your head. So the Bible said, then Samuel took the horn of oil, the vial of oil, and poured it upon the head of Saul. Saul at this time was looking for his donkeys. He was not at a retreat. He was not at a prayer meeting. He was not even believing God for the oil. He didn't know anything about oil. He didn't know anything about the plan of God for his life. The young man was just looking for his father's donkeys because the donkeys were lost. And so somebody under the sound of my voice right now, you don't even know where you are. You are broke, you are confused, you are disillusioned. Um, corona has confused you. You are looking for your money that is lost. You are looking for your job that you've lost. Looking for accommodation that you've lost. You are the right candidate for the anointing. I have an announcement for you. Saul was looking for something. But God gave him more than the something. And you are about to receive something more than what you were looking for. That you were looking for something. But you are about to get the one something which can bring all the other somethings into your life. Because if you have the anointing, all the other things will come. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So then Saul found himself in the presence of Samuel. And Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and he kissed him and said is it not because the lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance god himself has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance i know i can't see i can't get you wherever you are i can't lay hands on you but as i pour this oil i want you to receive it as a point of contact that I'm pouring oil on your head. Just for once, reckon me to be a Samuel that God has sent your way, or you have come in the way of Samuel. And I'm saying, see, is it not because the Lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance? By this anointing in the name of Jesus, today I declare that you are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I speak upon your life in the name of Jesus. May you be the captain over God's inheritance. May you be the captain over God's inheritance. America is God's inheritance. May you be captain over God's inheritance. The people that live in America, the people that live in Britain, and Britain itself, the people that live in Turkey, and Turkey itself, the people that live in Accra, and Accra itself, the people that live in Bogatanga, and Bogatanga itself, the people that live in France, and France itself, they are all inheritance of Almighty God. Today, God has anointed you to be the captain. By God anointing you to be the captain, it means you are going to rule over that place. By God anointing you to be the captain, it means you are going to rule over the land. You are going to have preeminence over the place. You are not going to be trodden under, but you will tread all things under your feet 
in the mighty name of jesus receive that anointing right now has not god i like that one he said because the lord god has anointed you the lord has anointed you captain over his your, his inheritance now he poured the oil because god had already anointed him that means god poured the oil on saul in the spirit before the physical pouring of the oil there was a spiritual pouring of the oil so if now tonight before i took this oil and did this on your head god had already anointed you with oil he said he said he said he said Saul, i'm talking to you Saul. has not the lord he poured the oil upon his head and kissed him and said is it not because the lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance it means that when i just poured this oil on you as a matter of fact it is god himself anointing you so you see people the oil is not just oil the oil is a sign of something god is doing or something god has done in the spirit today just as in the case of saul it was not a happenstance it was not a, a, a circumstance or a happenstance it was not just something that happened in in his life but in the case of saul it was god's deliberate plan to have the man of god anointed on that day in the same way i declare upon you in the name of jesus that what is happening to you today is not chance it's not it's not by accident it's not it's not by mistake it's not something that just happened no in the spirit god has poured oil upon your head receive the pouring of the oil receive the pouring of the oil see has not the lord your god anointed you with oil see your life is anointed god has anointed you and the first step there is the pouring of the oil pouring of the oil the second thing is for you to be constantly anointed you must protect the oil god has poured on your head so it is god's responsibility to pour the oil on your head but it is your responsibility to protect the oil somebody come on scream it protect the oil i like that i like that and you protect the oil by making sure that you walk right saul lost the anointing you see god poured the oil on him but he lost the anointing through the the sin of disobedience our heads must not lack ointment and for your head not lack ointment disobedience must leave your life because if you are walking in disobedience then the oil will disappear from your head the oil will disappear from your head now you look at your, your bible in ecclesiastes chapter 9 and the verse number 8 and he said let thy garments be always white and let thy head lack no ointment let your garments be always white now garments being always white is a sign of holiness that means make sure you are constantly holy make sure you are constantly holy and when you are constantly holy your head will not lack ointment let your garment be always white let thy head lack no ointment let your garment be always white and let thy head lack no ointment 
Your garment must be constantly white. Your head should not lack ointment. Now, it's very interesting for you to realize that the word head in the above scripture means to shake. It's very interesting. Let thy head lack no ointment. Let thy shake lack no ointment. The, the, head, the head here means to shake. That means if you receive ointment upon your head or oil is poured on your head and you shake the head, the oil will drop. It means your head should not be shaking. When you shake your head, the oil will drop. And there are many things that shake the head. Shaking the head, sin can shake the head. Fear can shake the head. Anxiety can shake the head. Panic can shake the head. Confusion can shake the head. Anything you do that shakes the head will drop your anointing. But you are supposed to protect that anointing. And I was thinking about the way we protect our money, our car, our house. Yesterday I was watching a car I had parked in the house and I saw the dog lying by the car hmm. two of them one here one there i don't know whether intentionally they were protecting the car or, or they just like to be around the car then i said in my head obi abema omra we abema pa kotu sakar na the we akamai a protected car Today I remembered it and I said, Lord, can I protect the anointing of God on my life like that? So you see, you cannot get a dog to watch over your anointing. You cannot take a gun and watch over your anointing. You must watch over your anointing yourself. God has given you the wisdom to protect your anointing. God has put everything in you to protect this anointing. And I'll tell you, one of the things about the anointing is that people normally want to abuse the anointing by all means. They want to misuse your anointing. They want to take the anointing of God on your life for granted. Listen to me. Anything people do on your life and you realize they are just weakening the anointing on you. They are taking the anointing for granted in your life. A certain time comes in your life. You are not proud, but you must say no. You must say no. You cannot continue to treat the anointing of my life the way you do. I want to tell somebody right now. You are carrying a certain anointing. From today, may nobody, may nobody, may nobody, father or mother, brother or sister, cousin or nephew or auntie or uncle, may nobody ever take your anointing for granted. May no Nabal, may no Laban, Take your anointing for granted. Woman, you are anointed. That man shouldn't be treating you like that. Gentleman, you are anointed. That woman shouldn't be treating you like that. Son, you are anointed. I know that person is your father. That person is your mother. That person is your boss. But they shouldn't mess up with the anointing of God on your life like that. Protect the anointing. Protect the anointing. Protect it. Because you see, people need this anointing. Don't let somebody insult the anointing and you'll be so grieved and you will lose confidence so much that you cannot minister to the people who need you. And you are like, oh, Jesus Christ. Even Jesus was insulted. 
When they insulted Jesus and the anointing on him on the cross, the thief who didn't insult him, he took him to paradise. The other one, he left him to go to hell. He said, you, if this one is going with me to paradise today, then you are sinking into hell to, today. Listen to me. Don't allow people to take the anointing on your life for granted. You know, when I started preaching the love revolution, I preached that message so strong that I will not lift up my voice and say, let not there be rain on the mountains of Gilboa. I may not open my mouth and say. But if I don't say it with my mouth and I feel it in my heart, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the fact that I didn't open my mouth will not change anything. <laughs> Lift up your hand and declare, I pray today. Come on, shout it wherever you are in the world. Shout, I pray today that I will receive the grace, the wisdom, and the boldness, and the revelation to protect the anointing on my head protect that oil protect it thank you for listening to wind of love with Eastwood Anaba for prayer and counseling please call Eastwood Anaba Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodanaba.com until Eastwood Anaba comes your way same time tomorrow stay blessed with lots of love